welcome to Ask a Pastor, the podcast where you can ask the pastor, well, anything. In this episode, Pastor Chip Stevens is joined by one of the ministry team at First Baptist Jackson to answer your questions. Now, let's join Chip and his guests in the studio. Hey, and welcome to this edition of uh, Ask a Pastor podcast. Today, we have Robert Fortenberry, our global mm-hmm. outreach pastor here at First Baptist Jackson. And uh, the question that's been submitted, Robert, I think mm-hmm. is one is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. And it's a question regarding COVID and missions. You know, COVID has changed so many things. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything has changed since COVID came into our world. And so the question that this person has submitted is, how has COVID changed missions, particularly global missions, and and how will it be changed, do you think, from here on out? Well, I think the first thing to remember is missions takes place in the world, the real world. The world has changed by COVID. It won't ever go back to what it was before, and missions is exactly the same. It won't ever be exactly the same as what it was before. What we need to remember, though, is the fact that missions goes on. God's still on the throne. God still has his purposes. Our command is still to make disciples. I actually remember kind of early on in things last year, we had a very aggressive slate of trips plans last year, places we were going to go, things we were going to do in order to make disciples all over the world. And then suddenly, boom, you know, it was, yeah. it was, it was not possible at all. And I was literally on my face before the Lord one day saying, Lord, what? what do we do? And he just kind of tapped me on the shoulder spiritually and said, the Great Commission is still in effect. Mm -hmm. This is still something you need to do and my church needs to do. Now there's going to be some new patterns. And so we've been working, looking to to find those along the way. And uh, I've talked with other ministers of missions and such as that, and they've been doing exactly the same thing. So it's not going to look like what it did before but it is going to go forward. And that's the number one thing to remember is that missions is going to, is going to keep on going. Yeah, I'm thinking, um, even as you say that, I, I've been in ministry now, I guess, 25 years or so. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many times over those 25 years, particularly in years as a pastor, that I've communicated to the church. Mm-hmm. God's mission never changes. Right. Now methods do change. Right. And so that's kind of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. The, the mission is. never changes. The Great Commission is once for all the mission mm-hmm. of the church. Yes. But historically, methods have always changed. Yes. So now it's just a matter of adjusting the methods mm-hmm. to fit the environment in which we find ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the ways that you see that happening? What are some of the change in methods that, that we've employed here at First Jackson? Right, right. Well, as a, as a practical matter, it is a certainty that for the foreseeable future, there are places we will not be able to get to because of COVID. Now, there've always been restrictions in where we could go and how we could get there, but there are places where we can't go for the immediate future. And we have to accept the fact that the Great Commission is still in effect for those places as well. But what can get there is digital media. Yeah. This this That's is right. digital media. That's right. Now, uh, and so one of the things we've sought to do here is to try to figure out ways to use digital media to penetrate there. And personally, I regard this as a positive development. I really mm-hmm. do. Because this is probably something that going forward, we would have needed to access one way or the other, leverage to a greater degree, 
well, we would have been kind of slow to do that. We're, I mean, we're, we're people. We tend to do what we're accustomed to doing, what we've been <laughs> doing. something new is hard. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Hard, yeah. But we're really going to need to do more digital engagement for evangelism. We're yeah. going to need to do more digital engagement for cooperation with field personnel that are there because we do have people all over the world who they're, they're trapped there. They, yeah. they can't get out there because of travel restrictions with COVID and such as that. And so we need to find ways to encourage and support them. And even the discipleship side of it, there are ways to do that through digital media. Now, there are limits to that, of course. Mm -hmm. We need to acknowledge that. Nothing replaces what missionaries call M2E, mouth to ear. Yeah. There, there, there's nothing that replaces that there or here. But digitally, we can, we can go a long way in, in that direction. We also need to remember that uh, disasters, whether they are natural disasters or man-made disasters, they, they're called disasters for a reason, but they create opportunity. Mm. They hurt people, and in times of great hurt, people look for something yeah. that is stable. It is amazing how much our world has so easily been rocked by COVID. Mm. You know, just a few weeks prior to the onset of COVID in the United States last year, We've just gone along doing our, our church life and our mission trips and all those kind of things and all the other things of life, and that just shut down. Mm. I mean, just almost overnight there. And people began to search because what they had known was taken away, and now they're looking for something else. There was yeah. opportunity created by the disaster. That doesn't take away the fact that people were really hurting. We would not minimize that, but this has always been true. Uh, one of the things about, and you know I enjoy study of history and particularly the Second World War, mm -hmm. there was an opportunity for missions after the Second World War that had not been there before. Now there was tremendous disruption by the war itself. Missionaries were interned in prisoner war camps. They were brought home from the field. Funding dried up. A lot of different things. Tremendously difficult period. But immediately after that, there was a period of openness and opportunity that uh, missionaries and the gospel went into places that it never has before. Matter of fact, the latter half of the second, the latter half of the 20th century is one of the periods of great advance in all the history of the world. Mm -hmm. I wonder if when COVID begins to slack off, we're not going to one day look back and say, that was one of the great opportunities yeah. if we take advantage of it, yeah. if we position ourselves to take advantage of it. And I think that's a part of what our response is going to have to be, is to realize these things come and go, and we position ourselves for that. There's a, um, in South Asia, there's a pastor, very strong, godly Christian pastor there relating to his missionary through digital media. And the missionary asked him, said, well, what are you doing these days? He said, well, when a fisherman can't fish, he mends his nets. Yep. Yeah. And, and right. he was preparing himself for the next period of openness that yeah, would come. Right. And the church in America can learn from that guy. You know, I think that there's, we've always preached and we've always taught that, that mission certainly is going. Right. But there are other aspects of being mission-minded and mission-centered as well. Yes. And, and that is uh, giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as praying, mm -hmm. and you mentioned that you know there there are people who are boots on the ground in some of these countries, mm -hmm. and 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 because of COVID, maybe they're not able to travel. Right. But there are people who are there, mm -hmm. and so through digital media, through mm -hmm. giving, through prayer support, I mean yeah. there are things that we can still be involved in the Great Commission without physically being able to go. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to remember that. But I also think 
you know, sometimes I think it's human nature for us to look for excuses. Mm. And, and COVID is a really easy excuse yes. for us, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I was just at the Southern Baptist Convention recently, mm-hmm. and uh, the International Mission Board sent 60-something, we're sending 60-something people all Praise around the, the world on missions. Praise the Lord. And so, yeah, there are places that are closed, but mm-hmm. there are places that are open. Yes. And yes. so it's, it's mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to not always look at what we can't do but to always be looking for what we can. Yes, yes. I think another thing that we can do, and again, this is a very healthy thing, we can look for ways not only to work with missionaries, but to look to people who won't ever leave there, the people in the country. There are pastors like the guy that I mentioned. There are other local believers in other places. There are ways we can support them in what they do. And our goal is kingdom advance. And if kingdom advance is taking place, however we help facilitate that, we're fulfilling the Great Commission there. And so that's something that I think is going to happen going forward. By the way, I, I often recommend books for this or that. If you're not familiar with it, and I encourage our um, those who will be listening to us to read this book, it's called The Facilitator Era by mm-hmm. Tom Steppens. Mm-hmm. He actually basically predicted that and said, we are now in the era where we as Western church, we as sending church, more and more, we're going to need to facilitate local believers and other places doing ministry in their context and even doing ministry beyond their context. We're going to be raising them up, encouraging them so that they're able to do it. And when we can't get there, the mission still still carries on. And I think we've been brought further forward by COVID in the direction of being facilitators as we really need to be. Yeah. God really does have a plan. He does. <laughs> and, and, Absolutely. And, and God's not surprised with mm-hmm. a pandemic. Right. And God doesn't change. And so mm-hmm. his, his mission doesn't change. And right. so I think it's uh, imperative for us as the church called to carry out the mission to always be looking for ways that we can be faithful to the mission. I mean, that it, not only is God not surprised with a pandemic, but he knew that we as a church were going to be living in such a time as this. Exactly. And exactly. so it's a matter of getting on board with him mm-hmm. and fulfilling the mission that he's given us. Absolutely. I appreciate the way a lot of our First Baptist people have responded to our calls for prayer for missions in these yeah. days. We have an ongoing uh, prayer team and a system of prayer praying for our people, places, and partners in mm-hmm. other places. They've mm-hmm. really responded to that uh, through, through various means there. And that's a great way for us to respond also in this time. And it's a good chance for us to remember that prayer is not him, uh, is not hindered by COVID That's right. at all. It, it just cuts straight through that and things continue to, to happen there. I will say that one of the things going forward that needs to happen is the church, particularly the sending churches, need to realize as we go into places, we're going to be dealing with people in a grief situation. Yeah. And the way you minister to them, the opportunities for ministry, but also the way you minister to people in that situation is a little bit different than people that yeah. are going about living their normal lives. It'll probably affect mission strategy. Matter of fact, one of the guys that I've talked with, one of our partners here at First Baptist, his primary way of approaching people is through a kind of grief counseling process mm. that is gospel-centered. He's found tremendous opportunity with that. Now, in his particular case, it has to do with the fact he deals a lot with refugees who are in war-torn areas. But we're going to find the same thing is true when it comes to people dealing with the aftermath of COVID. There's going to be a tremendous amount of grief. Matter of fact, again, my historical reference here, 
Um, I think probably the greatest period of grief in the world since the Second World War has been induced by COVID. We need to take that into account. I actually read an article recently about how that's 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 the new thing coming, uh, even in America. Mm -hmm. That we're coming into a year of grief yes. post COVID yes. that, that you have to deal with. But again, the answer there is the gospel. It is. The hope it that is. We have in Christ. It is. And the healing that comes really only through that. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to throw in one more thing. Yeah. Um, we need at a time like this, as we minister people in grief, we need to show them the love of Christ. Yeah. We must do that, but we also must remember that the love of Christ can open hearts, but only the gospel can change hearts. Mm. If all we show them is the love of Christ, mm. we have prepared the way, and we must do that, but they must be encountered with the gospel as well. Uh, and without that, we won't ever make the disciples, which is really our end goal anyway by the Lord's command. That's right. That's a great okay. word. Always is. Uh, thank you again for submitting this question and for all the questions that you submit. Mm. Please continue to, to send questions yeah. to us. Uh, we love the opportunity to be able to answer those for you best we can. Hope that you have a great week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Ask a Pastor podcast. Do you have a question to ask a pastor? You can send it to us by visiting firstbaptistjackson.org slash APP or message us on social media. You can find us at FBJacksonMS on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it. Thanks again for joining us for Ask a Pastor.